Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, hanging out live at the brand new warehouse location here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. You've got to get here and check it out for yourself. We've been meeting all kinds of listeners here. Yeah, it's been fun. And they're looking for free jazz gear, they're looking for a cookie, and they're looking for some great deals on furniture here. It's so fun to meet the folks. It is, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we have a, a great listenership down here in Utah County, so it's always fun getting down here and meeting One of them just came in and told you to be nicer to me. I like him. Oh, yeah, I disagree with him and his assessment, but, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, just wonder, just wonder if you were listening. I, I think I'm way nicer to you than is reciprocated. All right, uh, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you in town for the Utah-Washington State game. Joining us from the Pac-12 Networks, he is Yogi Roth on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hey, Yogi, how are you? I'm doing great. Second time this week in your city, man. So uh, it's a good thing to be in Salt Lake. I, I love coming here, and I'm pumped for tomorrow. It looks like you might have brought some rain with you. Forecast is uh, rainy for tomorrow. Does that mean anything? Yeah, I think it's huge. You know, number one, Mike Yam's hair is going to be impacted <laughs> dramatically on our set on the Pac-12 Network. So if you come Tragic. by the set, we'll be there at 3. Feel free to bring him some product. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. <laughs> Luckily, Nigel Burton's hair won't be impacted at all because it doesn't exist. Uh, but on the football field, yeah, I think it's, I think it's interesting because we've never seen Anthony Gordon throw in this, right? We know that the air rate's not going to change. You could look at the Apple Cup last year or anything that Mike Leach has done in poor weather situations. It's not like they're going to show up with two tight ends and pound the football. So I think that's big, uh, but it's a two-way street. You know, last weekend, Utah, uncharacteristically, I thought, uh, had poor footwork in the secondary. You know, would slip, would fall, like things that I haven't seen. And as a former wideout, you love it when it rains because – you control where you're going. You can set up DVs even more. So for the Utah secondary, I expect them to be much more sound, uh, you know, in the back end, technically speaking. But when it's wet and when it's rainy, you, you have to play a little bit slower, I think, at times, not cut as violently. And I think that really is a benefit to the wideouts. If Anthony Gordon can deal in this weather, I think it'll be big. Um, and I think for, for Utah, of course, if you can, it's, it's a huge advantage. So, I don't know who has the advantage just yet, but I look to the first quarter and find out. Can uh, you explain exactly what happened to the Cougars in the second half there last week, Yogi? Well, there's a bunch of theories, right? I mean, I think if you went just conservative, uh, you know, coach on the couch, you could say they ran the same plays and the clock down to 10 seconds from seven minutes left to the 30 end of the game they run the clock out. If they took a knee on every snap in that same time period, I think they win the ball game. So <laughs> that, that's like the dramatic, because we know that that's not a philosophy that Mike Leach or anybody who really runs the air raid. You, know, you look at anybody in the air raid, and four-minute offense is much different than David Shaw's four-minute offense, for instance, at Stanford. So I think there's that. You know, I, I go back to the final drive, and you know, I'm not that old school, but I still think that with 2.16 left, you know, you could just own the clock and end and, and the game, but they throw to run a lot of the times. And 
Keyshawn Winston, you could argue, he's their best player. Um, fumble the ball, something we don't see. So football guys weren't on their side in that regard. You know, um, A lot of things happen to make that thing go the other way. Almost like everything happened to make that thing go the other way, including the last two minutes and change. So I think that was it. You know, they played sloppy. Coach Leach addressed that. Uh, missed a lot of tackles. Both teams did at times. And you see, like, I give him credit, man. Like, I, I thought, you know, the biggest moment I wanted to anticipate last weekend was when at UCLA's backs were against the wall. Would they respond? And they did, you know, and credit them. And, you know, Wazoo has to wear it in terms of not stepping on their throat and ending it when they have the opportunity to do so. So I haven't seen a poor game like that. I don't think any of us have in terms of a comeback. We've seen teams come out and play bad, but we've never seen them play bad after playing so well. And, I can't wait to see how they bounce back. I'm sure they're dialed. I'm sure they're focused. And for as much hype as we thought this game would be with two undefeated teams, now it's two teams coming off a loss and the losers basically eliminated from the CFB. Uh, so it's it's huge in that regard. Man, I'll tell you, as I was watching that game unfold last week, I, I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. I, I've watched a lot of football over the last uh, five or six decades, but I've never seen that. That was just, it was just one wow after another. Couldn't believe what I was watching, you know. Yeah, well, the thing that it got me, I, I turned it on, because we, we had a game we were calling at the time, and it was Colorado ASU, and I look up with seven minutes left, kind of like the rest of the country. So I'm 49-17, and went back to calling the game and figured it was over, and oh man, I kind of felt bad for Chip and the squad. Our game ends, I look up, and I'm like, what is happening? I'm not leaving this press box. And sat there and watched the rest of the game. You know, it was about 45 minutes left in the game with, you know, seven minutes left because it took so long. But that being said, I, I think the creativity was from the beginning. You, know, you go watch UCLA's first drive, and they run this play with their tight end that they don't convert a touchdown on. But it's just genius from Chip Kelly. And I said, oh, boy, this is, this is going to be a fun film just to go back and watch and nerd out on. And it was exactly that. So... Yes, wow factor everywhere, um, shock value everywhere, and credit to me to UCLA for coming back and all the blame. I think Wazoo's got to wear it. You know, they had a chance to, to end that thing and be a top 15 team coming into this weekend, you know, you know, probably approaching a top 10 team if they were able to beat Utah. So, yeah, I think that's the beauty of football, man. you got to show up and with these teenage kids or young 20-year-olds. You never know, and I would imagine all 105 guys on the Wazoo sideline thought it was over, like the rest of the country did, and there's only about 64 other guys that thought the other way, thought otherwise, and, and they did it. So what do you anticipate the nature of the game will be tomorrow night? You talked about how Washington State is going to throw the football. We know that. But do you think this thing could creep into the high-scoring range, or do you think it'll, uh, it'll uh, settle down a little bit around that 30-point range? I think it'll be like last year. Yeah, I called the game last year on the Pac-12 Networks in Pullman, where Utah came out and it's kind of they, they changed identity a little bit. It's similar now in terms of running the football, like playing a little bit more conservative in offense. Um, and I think they had a lead at half, and then Wazoo came back and, of course, threw a game-winning with like 78-yard touchdown uh, over the head of Julian Blackman down the right sideline. I remember like yesterday. I, I think it'll be like that. You know, it's going to be a game. It's going to be physical. But both teams are. It's not like Wazoo is a, you know, a Big 12 team that's just going to throw it around and doesn't want to, you know, get dirty and get filthy in the of that. And that's all because of Mike Leach and, you know, the approach that he has and his philosophy. So I, I think it'll be very similar. 
I, don't, I, I just landed, so I don't know if anything else has come out about Zach Moss, uh, but I'd be intrigued by that because Utah's going to want to run the football. I think Tyler Huntley, I'm going to do a breakdown tomorrow in pre, the pregame show about his efficiency. He's, you got to give him three Pac-12 quarterbacks not to throw a turnover or not to throw an interception. And he's played well. He's done it from under center. He's done the sprint out, the naked game. He's run the option. I mean, he's really done a lot. And I met with him on Wednesday and interviewed him, the Hallandale trio. And uh, he's got a confidence and he's got an intellect about him that I think is special. So he'll still have to make three throws in the game. I say that every game, and it pretty much bears out when you watch it. He had two last week. You know, didn't didn't have a third one. It's a big time conversion you know, in a critical moment, and he'll have to do that because I, th- I think this will go back and forth. Utah's going to have to run the ball. The receivers are going to have to make plays, and we know what has happened in the past when Wazoo gets a lead on teams. You know, they have to change their approach to a degree. So if that happens, I'd be, I'd be, really, it'd be really fun to watch Tyler kind of open it up. And that's happened in this league over the course of the last, you know, last weekend or so. Dorian Thompson Robinson opened up. Jaden uh, Daniels will open it up at ASU. Chase Garber's opened it up at Ole Miss. So this may be that time for him if, if they have to, pending the weather. But I think it's going to be a great one. I think it comes down to the last two possessions. Uh, I give Utah the edge just based on being at home. I still think, you know, because last week I was so uncharacteristic, 17 penalties, they just played poor in terms of playing the ball deep. Um, I still think they're the best team in the conference, and I'd like to think that that was an anomaly last week, but we'll find out. Find out what they do on the offensive front. You know, I think they have nine holds on the season. They just do some, They did some things last weekend that we hadn't seen, so um, I look forward to watching them because if you took out the penalties, or excuse me, if you took off the touchdowns from last weekend and just watched the game back, it's a route. You know, they dominated that game at SC other than a handful of plays. And I, I got to think that they'll come back with that type of intention, and uh, it'll be fun to see if they can do it. Yogi, you mentioned that uh, you've been in town a couple of times this week, and uh, given Utah's uh, policy on injuries, I asked this question somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but I understand you were working on a piece on the Hollandale Trio, so you tell us, is Zach Moss going to play? I don't know, you know, to be honest. <laughs> um, I have no idea. Uh, you saw from the picture that uh, was out on socials, he had his pads on, so um, I know this. I know he's one of the toughest dudes, if not the toughest dude. Uh, uh, yeah, this is going on. Sorry, I'm just getting out of my, my uh, Uber here, guys. Um, I, he's one of the toughest dudes ever, so if there's one guy that could, it'd be him. I mean, I don't even know the nature, to be honest, or the intensity of the injury. And, you know, that's okay. I mean, what was fun last week was watching guys bounce back and respond. And that was, you know, from the other running backs, you know, I, I thought we were going to see more of the freshmen, and we didn't. And it'll be fun to see if Zach doesn't go, who kind of elevates, and who steps up their game, because they're not going to not run the ball. Well, tell us a little bit about this piece you're working on, though, Yogi. It sounds uh, interesting, and no doubt that those three players have had a big-time impact on, on the Utah football program. Yeah, it, uh, well, that piece uh, is, is really going to be fun because I have to sit down with those guys, and I wanted to make it playful and have those three basically be able to connect with one another and talk with me as almost as though it was like a four-person conversation. And that's what they do. You know, They, they kind of give some insight into why they came and how it happened, right? Huntley, uh, excuse me, Simpkins was, Damari was committed first, about an hour later, 30 minutes later, came Tyler Huntley, and he talks about why. And then a couple months later, Zach Moss came, they talk about why. And 
you know, surprisingly and almost, uh, you know, pretty funny. It, it was because of the environment, because of the weather, because I went snowmobiling. And so they had some fun with that and then talked about just coming from Miami, what it was like to get recruited from Dennis Erickson. And it was a fun side of those guys, and, and I credit them for opening up and having a, having a blast with it. Based on what you've seen out of the youth so far, Yogi, what do you think their weak point is? Well, I think it was what we saw last week, which was the inconsistency. Uh, and that's just not what we see. You know, there was, there was times they played sloppy. They didn't finish drives. You know, if they finish one of those two drives in the, inside the five, it's a different ball game. You know, if they knock some of those balls down in the deep balls, it's a different ball game. And I get it. It's a receiver's. It's an offensive game. Um, but I thought that was just surprising to me. You know, I, talk, I can't tell you how many scouts I've talked to this year that have already raved about Jalen Johnson. And I think he's a top corner in the south and him and Paul Sanadibo you can flip a coin with and he played his worst game you know and I, and I would imagine he would tell you that um, so I can't wait to see him come back because this is what you want right Esau Winston, Tay Martin the receiving core of Washington State so it, it was a it was a shock to me to be honest um, I'm sure it was a shock to them you know and just interviewing Kyle I'm doing a, another piece on Francis Bernard so air in a couple weeks um, you just tell you know he was, he was sick as was the rest of the staff about what happened because Coaches know when they have something special, and they know when they can take a run at it, and they know when they give one away. And I think as much as, you know, SC earned it, they beat him. Matt Fink came in and did what no one probably thought the third-string guy could do. But there's a world where Utah could have dominated that game and didn't. So, Yogi, before we let you go, give us a little preview of tomorrow's coverage. Where are you guys setting up? Where can people kind of participate, and uh, what's in store? That's a great question. Uh, as I as I believe, we were planning to set up outside of the practice facility across the street from the stadium, but I believe we may be in the indoor. Um, so as soon as I confirm all that, I'll, I'll make sure we kick it out on social media based on the lightning and setting up a set and all that. But we'll go on a three. Everybody's welcome. Uh, we'll be there. It's kind of the pre, pre-game of the Stanford-Oregon State game. Through the half of that, we'll come back out a couple more times, and then uh, we'll be there through the night for the post-game show. Yogi, one more question I wanted to sneak into you is this whole idea what the California lawmakers are uh, have passed and waiting for the governor to sign it, uh, the whole idea of college athletes being able to, to profit from their likeness and their image, uh, and the ramifications there are severe. How do you think this thing is going to play out, and how, how severe will it be? I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I think it's really interesting. You know, if you ask my era of athlete when I was in college, we didn't even think about it. Now, granted, I was a walker who got a scholarship, so it was as though we did get paid, you know. And I and I felt what it like, what it was like to not have to pay for books and be able to play and be able to compete and be able to get first day of the class and all the stuff that is never talked about now from a scholarship athlete. You know, it's almost as though, yeah, of course we should earn that, we should get that, and and they should pay us on top of that. Um, I think that's. A little ridiculous if you come in that arrogant about what you're already gaining. Now, around name, image, likeness, I get it. It's, it's also a different era when you look at the amount of money being spent in college football, uh, the amount of money being spent in recruiting, and how athletes are developing brands. I'd be the first to tell you that I do think athletes are brands. You know, I, you know, put a quote on the cover of the book: "Athletes are brands too." But overall, I really think that if we took out all the emotion of this and said, okay, who can really make any money on their name, image, and likeness? I think there's two players, maybe three in the whole country this year. Right? Trevor Lawrence, Tua Tagovailoa, and maybe Jalen Hurts. And being in the world of endorsements as just a you know personality in sports, 
it's it's lucrative to some degree, but it's also not. You know, it's not like guys are going to be making fifty grand a commercial. You know, like I just other than maybe one or two guys. So to me, the whole thing is if you're going to do it, cool. But we need to have policy set up in place so it can't be used as everything will be it. You know, and have find all these unintended consequences like in recruiting. If you come here, we get paid more, right? And then all of a sudden, you get a deal for not having played yet. So. If it goes down, I'd love to be in that conversation on stipulations of if you can't earn anything till your sophomore year or until you letter or as long as you have a 3.0 GPA. Like, I still think we have to respect college and what it's about. Um, and I'd also talk to the NFL. Like, if guys want to go, go. Go get paid. I don't care. You know, like the NBA, go. Go play in the league. You know, so I, I think it's, it's a really fun convo. Um, I see the player side as a former one. And I see the administrative side of that one because you don't want – you know, it to crumble in terms of college athletics. It's already individualized dramatically um, outside of a handful of programs around the country. So, yeah, it's a, it's a long topic. I can come on for an hour probably next time, and we can bounce around. Well, Yogi, we certainly appreciate the time you're willing to give us today, and we certainly look forward to all of the coverage uh, from up there on the Hill coming up tomorrow. Have a great one. All right. Thanks, bro. See ya. Yogi Roth. From the Pac-12 Networks with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So essentially, he thinks Washington State's going to throw the ball and Utah's going to run the ball. They're going to be who they are. Doesn't expect the weather to uh, affect either one. I'll tell you what, the, the, the one is the score. If Washington State gets out to a, a, a lead, I think that will affect Utah being doing what they do. If Utah, gets, if Utah gets out to a lead, I don't expect that to change no, what the Cougars that's do. That's not going to change it at all. But I, I, it makes sense to me that the Utes would want to gobble up some, some time off the clock. It makes total sense. Yeah, and that's what they prefer to do anyway. So if you can kill two birds with one stone there, I don't know why you want to kill a bird, but you got it. You know, march on down the field, with gaining five yards a pop. Nothing wrong with that. What about like uh, like peaking duck, you know, uh, or 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 you know those? What are they? Like a squab? You mean like? Uh, like uh, I'm trying to decide whether would I rather shoot a, a staring duck or a peaking duck? Mm. I know it was bad. It was really bad. But why a duck? Well, you said why? Well, I don't know why you'd want to kill a bird, and I'm just saying there's a cuisine. Do you like duck? Uh, duck's not bad. Yeah, yeah I, I like duck all right. A little greasy? It is a little greasy, but that's fine with me. There's this <laughs> taco place I go to that has a has a taco, uh, a duck taco that's pretty good. Yeah, but what did you think when you got the bill? That's the worst. It's the worst. All right, we'll continue to talk more football coming up right around the corner, but we are at the brand new location for the warehouse down here in Orem, 86 East University Parkway. And, Tom, you've kind of been telling us about this store for a while now, and the buildup has been awesome, and you guys have put so much work into just filling this space with, with terrific merchandise. It's amazing. Now is, now is the time to grab some furniture. Yeah, if you have been in our other stores this is the store of the warehouse stores because it's uh incredible size so we have uh double the sofas double the bedroom sets triple the dining room sets coffee tables i have triple um and then deals because it's a grand opening we've talked a lot about why and how we get deals i have a good friend that i called and i called him in march and i said hey 
I've got a new store open. I need deals. I need deals that will make people go, what? Kind of like Gordon did when we talked about this. Yeah. That was exactly his reaction. (laughs) I I have truckloads here. I bought a truckload of beds from Chicago. And when I say bed, I'm talking headboard, footboard rails, not a mattress. I have six truckloads of mattress deals. I've got mattress deals as good as any I've ever had. I've got a Kingsdown deal. Kingsdown mattresses, if you're not familiar with the brand, it's one of the high-end luxury brands. Um, and they're typically 2000 to $14,000 for a king. I've got a Kingsdown gorgeous paisley body with paisley box spring. It's a mattress that sells for 5600 bucks. I'm doing the whole set, mattress and box spring, king for 999 Wow. It's a deal. Amazing. It, it's an incredible deal. Then we talked about if you need... A twin, and you want a really nice twin? I have really nice 14-inch memory foam twins that are normally $1,100 a mattress for $299. Hmm. The, the deals don't stop. Every category I have a deal. But let's say you're not looking for a deal. You're looking for a specific. I have this touch screen, and people call it the large iPad, and it has tens of thousands of items. It's basically everything that... Ashley Furniture makes, and if you have an Ashley Furniture item that you've been looking at, and you're just waiting for the sale, come in. The sale is right now. And our delivery, we're going to deliver uh, any student that has a UVU or a BYU student ID for $20. That's it. Our competitors are 100 to 129 bucks for that same service. Um, anyway, last but not least, the deals for sitting. And everybody needs something to sit on. I've got sofas, six six different colors to choose from, two ninety nine. Then I've got a couple of specials. And in Salt Lake, we talked about this leather deal, and it's the very best brand. American Furniture, which is a trade magazine, says I cannot say the brand. You come in, I'll tell you. But I can tell you the guys to the east. Uh huh. Know exactly what you're talking about. The guys to the east are twenty nine hundred bucks. I have it marked eleven ninety nine. Today and tomorrow only, eight ninety nine, and it's the best leather power recline. It even has the headrest tilt, so if you're laying down, but oh, I can't quite see the TV. Push a button, brrr, your head raises. Awesome. <laughs> USBs for your phone in the in the console and on the side. It's the best deal at this quality I've ever had. I can't tell you the brand, but come in, you'll know it. We've seen it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It, it is and the amazing. one you're sitting on, everybody, twelve hundred bucks. Their best deal, eight ninety nine, seven ninety nine. We're going to sell them for four ninety nine. But today and tomorrow, this is only nobody else knows about this. This is only for Zone listeners. Take a hundred bucks off. We've got a guy taking four of them for a theater room, three ninety nine each. Double recliners, a console, cup holders. Three ninety nine. Unbelievable! Yeah. This is perfect for a theater too. Yes, by the way. It, is. it is perfect. Absolutely. You have any recline? I'm going to recline it, but Gordon might start snoring. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully Gordon will be with <laughs> us coming up off next. A minute ago. Thanks, Tom. You're the man. Eighty six East University Parkway in Orem. Get down here now. We'll have more of the big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. Guess who's back? You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. 
presented by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We, as always, want to say a big thanks to our title sponsor on The Big Show, Mountain America Credit Union. Get 0% interest on all purchases through May of 2020 with a new Mountain America credit card that's 0% on everything from groceries to getaways. For details, visit macu.com or call 1-800-748-4302. And I would never, you know, tell you what you had to put on your Mountain America credit card, 0% interest, but this thing we're sitting on right now here at the warehouse would not be a bad candidate not at all say uh gordon not at all uh hey this is one of those difficult topics to uh to discuss gordon because it's a little ticklish for us because we've got advertisers and those sorts of things but it's on the the top of everybody's mind going into this weekend's uh utah washington state game gordon but uh, uh at least portion of our audience is not going to be able to watch it thanks to a, a dispute or a program negotiation between the uh, Dish Network and Fox. Now, big boy Fox, Fox 13, has not been taken off of Dish Network in our market like it has in others. But FS1, where the game is going to be broadcast, is not available on Dish Network this weekend. We've had uh, spots running uh, from what I'm guessing is the Fox people uh, bringing that to people's attention. You know, of course, uh, one of our favorite sponsors, Ryan, from the Dish Professionals, he does a lot of work with Dish Network. So, again, this is kind of a, a ticklish issue, but it's one that's, uh, one, I think a lot of people are, are tired of dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and, two, it's it's a big deal to folks because here one day, gone the next, and, and people want to consume, you know, the sports they want to see. And I don't – do you blame – do you blame Dish? Do you blame Fox? Do you – I mean, it, does anybody really know? I think everybody's just tired of it, Gordon. And it's difficult to pinpoint which is going to be affected by it because they all are in one way or another at some point. And it's unfortunate because what are people going to do? You got to find another place if you want to watch a game. You got to, you got to. If you don't have that available to you, then you're going to have to go find it, which is inconvenient, obnoxious, even. Yeah. And and here, I'll, I'll uh, I've talked about it before. I'm a Dish subscriber, and I'm as am I. I I am completely satisfied with with Dish. We we really like it, but you know this this is a problem. I know a lot of folks out there who've had similar issues. Whether you're an NFL fan or or a college football fan, or you're even a basketball fan, or even a local news fan, in some cases. You know, it's it's a wonder that more and more people are seeking out different options because of this stuff. And it's almost like this industry is is just um, uh, hell bent on shooting themselves in the foot. And I just don't understand it from either side. Provide to the customer what what the customer wants. You know, and I, I suppose these folks in these negotiations, they go back and forth trying to get an edge somehow. Uh, but uh, it's frustrating, especially in the specific, when there's a particular game you want to watch and you can't get it. That's when it gets you. And you know what's funny is I was thinking about this through the perspective of uh, when you and I did the, the show the first time. 
And what was that about ten years ago, Gordon? Something like that. But but you all you had to burp was the Mountain Network into the microphone, mm-hmm. and people would have an immediate reaction because Direct was it Direct TV wasn't carrying the Mountain or no 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 it was it was Dish Network who wasn't carrying the Mountain, and I believe Comcast. Not that it, it's all that but but people were mad. Yeah, and, and they would call in furious and calling for not only Craig Thompson to be fired but for his house to be burnt down. And that was for an inferior product, right? And now. It, it seems like people aren't as upset about it because they're used to it, well, and mean, that and that is is not good. You know, like when you're you're that fed up with it that you're not even going to respond. That's that's pretty that's pretty amazing. The people are just uh, you know. How long has it been going on between Directv and the Pac-12 Network? You're 100 percent right because I'll tell you this. You know, I never point out when I'm wrong, Gordon. And here's where I'm going to point out. Uh, so Tony and I were doing the show right when the the distribution was getting hammered out. For and the you thought it was gonna it was gonna be a short term. I thought that demand for it would be so high that they would have to do something about it. Because the Pac-12 reserves a couple of good games a year. Well, more than a couple. The Pac-12 network reserves those games to drive up interest. Because most mm-hmm. of all, they're, most of the time, they're third-tier rights. But they re- the, the reserve the option to you know, keep some good games for themselves to drive interest up. And I thought the first time they have one of those games, one of those games involving USC mm-hmm. that people aren't going to be able to see. You know, there's going to be so much outrage, they're going to... They're gonna, come to their senses and figure out some sort of agreement and it's never happened yeah it's never happened yeah. and i i wonder does and that at that time both you and i were direct tv subscribers right? right and we have since switched and it's just i wonder because well now we're into the pac-12 network but i mean other other conferences aren't dealing with this distribution stuff and is that on the Pac-12 for not going into a deal with ESPN and Fox? And the partial answer certainly is yes. But it, is it that in the Pac-12 footprint, there just simply isn't enough outrage to move the needle? Well, okay. So if we were going to dissect this, who do you blame? Because do you do you do you uh, champion the 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 fact that certain distri- distribution outlets they don't want to uh, pay? what uh, is is being charged and, and thereby saving you money <laughs> or are you frustrated because you're getting nothing that you want who's being greedy which side and can't they compromise can i completely talk out of my backside and tell you who i blame who fair weather californians why is that because they don't care about their college football <laughs> programs and if they did and raised enough cane about it people would get something done they're too busy out surfing. They're uh, doing something that's not cheering for the Cal Bears. <laughs> you're <laughs> telling me if they blame everything on California. You're telling me if the TV markets of L.A. and San Francisco, uh, you know, raised or, or were completely vocal and outraged about this whole thing, that something wouldn't get done. Two of the top, what, five or six? Where's San Francisco now, market size? I'm not sure. So certainly two of the top ten markets in the country. But yet they don't care, so nobody cares. I mean, like the the passion in Salt Lake City is is huge, but I mean, it's one of the smallest markets. In I think that's reflected in attendance at games. Absolutely, don't in, you? In Northern California, it is. Nobody um, goes. Yeah, 
And how many USC fans? You were at the game. How many yeah. actual USC fans were in the Coliseum? I think they announced like fifty or sixty thousand. But how many uh, were there? I don't know. It was sparse. I mean, it was it was it was hard because that place is so big. But uh, there were a lot of empty seats. I've covered a Utah game at the Rose Bowl, and that's a huge stadium as well. But it was far from full. And let me tell you, there was a lot of red. Yep. Yeah. So uh, some blame it on the Californians. Uh, you know, if they thing. were actually decent college sports yeah. fans, well, would, maybe would something have gotten done. Maybe they're well adjusted. Maybe they are seeking out other interests. Nonetheless, uh, <laughs> I I'm very disappointed that this has impacted the local sports scene yeah. again and more severely. And I hope that they figure it out. And uh, hey, I'm a little selfish because I'm a Dish Network subscriber, and you know. Hopefully everybody who wants to see that game can find access to it somewhere. Go to the uh, you know, go to the point after one of our other great sponsors, and I'm right. sure we'll have the game, but it's just not, as you put it, convenient, certainly. Right. You can't just watch the game and during the commercials go in and get a drink and a stack of sandwiches and come back and have all the conveniences right in front of you. Well, and... Uh, especially in the rain tomorrow, where maybe a lot of people aren't really wanting to venture <laughs> That's a out. good point. Yep. I wonder what the attendance will be like. If I it's wonder. Rain. If it's steady rain. Late, late game. Really bad weather. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We'll have more coming up next. Live from the warehouse right here in Orem. Their brand new location, 86 East University Parkway. The deals are even better because Tom is making an impact down here in Utah County, and you got to be a part of it. Come on out and see us. We'll have more next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us part of your Friday. We greatly appreciate it. We are hanging out live today at the warehouse. Come on by and see us. The new location here in Orem on University Parkway, 86 East University Parkway to be specific. We'll have uh, more college football conversation coming up right around the corner. But our good friend Tom joins us once again. And I, don't, I don't want to miss that college football stuff. Who's winning tomorrow? Should we do a little predictions? I I think BYU gets Toledo. I'm I'm yeah. I'm torn on the other one. I gotta be a, I gotta be honest. Washington State's kind of been an Achilles for the Utes. Haven't four beat them. Straight. Yeah, six yeah. years, four straight times. Yeah. Yep. So who's gonna win? Gordon. I'll go with the Utes by two. Utes by two. Mm-hmm. I can go with the Utes in a close one. What do it's you think? It's home. That's pretty safe. Yeah, and the last year, Washington State was really, really good, and it, I mean, it was the slimmest of margins. So My, my neighbors will love me. I'm going to go use by seven. <laughs> Your neighbor, Frank, will he be, uh, will he be thrilled? Frankie. Well, you know the coach lives across the street from me. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so. Use by seven. All right, Utes by seven. Look at Tom with a little confidence. I, right. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but we today are down in Cougar country. I have deals. I don't care if you're a Ute, if you're a Cougar, if you're a UVU Wolverine, if you're a Southern Utah. What are they? Thunderbirds. I was just checking to make sure. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what is your team. I'm going to give you the inside friends and family deal. Today and tomorrow, like you've never seen. I've got a bunch of groups of people in here uh, right now, and you're sitting on the best deal in the country. Three ninety nine. The brand is Klausner. Look it up. It's as good as you can buy. Quality deal. 
double reclining sofa with a console in the middle, two cup holders, lift it up, put your remotes. Um, some people even put their little pet dog to sit there with them. <laughs> like it's just a little spot for the dog. Yeah. Huh? That's hilarious. Whatever the deal is. Twelve hundred bucks, three ninety nine. I um I only have twenty left. I had twenty four. They're gonna be gone. This price is good today and tomorrow only. But we haven't talked about the Cindy Crawford deal for a while. Okay. This is some of the nicest real leather, and it's not leather to the touch. Leather to the touch is meaning you sit down, your seat where you sit is leather, but your legs underneath where you can't touch is vinyl, the sides are vinyl, the back, this is leather everywhere. $2,900 sofa. Go look at them. I'm going to do the sofa with a sofa sleeper, a pull-out sleeper. Okay. For nine ninety-nine. Wow. If you don't want the sleeper, I'm going to do it for seven ninety-nine. How about that? How about a love seat to go with it? With a sleeper, I have sleepers in chair and a halves, love seats, and sofa. So let's say it's a place that uh, you have guests come to visit and you need some extra beds. Eight uh, nine ninety-nine sleeper for the sofa. Take two hundred bucks off, seven ninety nine for the sleeper for the love seat, and for the chair and a half, six ninety nine for a twin sleeper. If you don't want the sleeper, seven ninety nine, six ninety nine, five ninety nine. How about that? And it's the nicest stuff. Come and sit on this. The leather is like butter, and I've got it two colors to choose from: champagne and chocolate brown. Very nice. Then we have the incredible. The deal that I can't say the brand, but it's the best brand. The one that has the entire steel carriage frame, lifetime warranty on the frame, power recliner, USBs. Charge your phone in five different places on the sofa. And then it's got a console in the middle. Great big, beautiful seats. Power adjustable headrest. Power adjusted push button recline. Incredible. You laid on it. I it, did. it. You can almost go flat. Yeah. Then you tilt your head up. So if you got to see the game, it is twenty nine hundred bucks. The boys up east. And I can't say the name. I won't embarrass them. But you know when you see. You it. know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Eight ninety nine today and tomorrow only. Unbelievable. Incredible deal. And then we haven't even talked about dining stuff. I've got 30 dining sets, Utah's lowest prices. You need bar stools? I've got bar stools. You need coffee tables? I've got coffee tables. I even brought the Austin Special. Oh, ooh, okay. 39 bucks. How about today and tomorrow only? And I've got more bedding. I've got bedding coming out of my ears. Half price, whatever it's marked. Rugs. I've got a whole new rug rack. I've got rugs back there. I've got rugs that are eight hundred dollar rugs. I've got them marked one ninety nine. Unreal. Boom. Fifty percent off today and tomorrow. Ninety nine bucks. How about that? Can't beat it. Nope. Nope. And now it's in Utah County. It's not like the Utes because they're going to beat Washington State. You can't beat this deal. 86 nice. East University Parkway. Tom, thank you as always. You're the man. We'll have more big shows straight ahead. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone. We've got 
Wrapping up a big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Big thanks to Tom and the gang down here at the warehouse, 86 East University Parkway in Orem. And Gordon, we are both reclined in this beautiful piece of furniture that we're sitting in right now. And uh, how are you doing over there? Are you, you still with us? You out? You snoring? How's it going? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this the most comfortable you've ever been in, in, on air before? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> You got to see this thing. Uh, this is a, a love seat. It's got the console in the middle. <laughs> Normally uh, is going for a super sale, eight ninety nine at other places. Tom's doing it for three ninety nine. But this week or uh, today, tomorrow only, and only for his own listeners. It's not something he's uh, he's advertising. Unbelievable. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. Pretty cool, huh? It's pretty cool. Uh, Gordon, what a week it has been. Uh, it's been a blast. But, you, you know, the college football, of course, has been awesome. But we're we're gearing up for jazz season, man. That is right around the corner. And you can feel the excitement. Uh, come Monday, it'll be all right, Gordon, to quote uh, a famous singer. But come Monday, we're going to be uh, at the arena, but not in our Zone Sports studios. We're going to be down in the depths of Vivint Smart Home Arena for Media Day. We are, and so it starts. And uh, probably the most anticipated jazz season in two decades. I think so. I think going back to John and Carl, don't you? Yep, I do. And uh, and for good reason. I mean, the jazz themselves are anticipating great things this year. It's not just the fans. It's the players. It's the coaches. They're not going to come out and say, hey, man, we got this in the bag. They're not going to brag about it. They're going to work their tails off. That's part of it, that they feel like uh, they owe it to themselves. They have the talent now. They believe they believe they have the talent to do great things this year. So now they got to go out and do it themselves. But, Thank you, know, you, Austin. Think in order to achieve something – you have to conceive and believe, or believe and conceive, which is either way. You know. Either way. Huh? But I don't want to talk about conceiving on the air. Oh. But they do. They really do Why? believe. They, they do believe they're going to do something special. So come Monday, we will be broadcasting live from Media Day for the Utah Jazz. We want to say a big thanks to Jordan Pendleton for being on the show today. Big thanks to Yogi Roth from Pac-12 Networks who was on with us. Thank Austin, the executive producer of the big show. Thank you, Gordon. Thank you, Jake, and thanks to everybody for listening. We do appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Monday on the big show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Come Monday.